Hello, coming in with another Instagram live that is being converted into a podcast. So if you hear me mentioning anything that sounds like I'm on Instagram live, that is why this lesson, this class, this conversation about attracting clients, high ticket clients, clients of all sorts is honestly a a mini sales training for you today. And we went really deep on some of the essential things that you need to have in place, questions you need to have answers to, mindset shifts that need to happen for sales to become so much simpler. I'm really excited for you to dive in. Welcome to Spacious, the podcast for business owners, leaders, and CEOs who desire simplicity, sustainability, and spaciousness in their lives and in their companies. In this podcast, we'll dive deep with lessons, perspective shifts, coaching, and guests to help you find and create a spaciously successful business. I'm so glad you're here. This live has been a long time coming, so thank you for bearing with me. Um, Today, I want to talk about client attraction. So this came up from a question like two AMAs ago, and the question was about, more specifically, it was about um, higher ticket, like done for you services. And I was outlining this and what came to mind, the truth is, in my opinion, um, that this these sales principles apply across the board. It's not just for higher ticket clients. It's not just for any type of offer. These are like the things that make sales in general easier. Um, these are like the basic things that you need to have in place and it will definitely help you with high ticket clients, but it will help you with sales, all of the sales, all sales. So to begin with a little story, a while back, I was in a room with a handful of business owners um, and someone in that room had built, you know, really a beautiful business, a business that I looked up to, admired, um, very successful, made, you know, over a million dollars a year. And essentially when she was talking, she said something like, you know, it takes just as much work for me to sell an $88 offer as it does an $8,800 offer as it does an $88,000 offer. And when she said that, it like really landed with me and expanded something for me. And I hope in hearing that, you know, it starts to unlock some ideas for you because at the end of the day, sales is sales. Sales are sales. Sales is sales. I don't know the right way to say that. It's not necessarily harder because it's um, a more expensive offer because it's a a high ticket offer. Um, It's not necessarily easier if it's, you know, a lower ticket offer, a less expensive offer. In fact, if you approach it like that, what you have probably found is that, you know, you go to sell something that's lower ticket or not as expensive and you realize, wait, this is not selling just because it's cheap. Right. Um, And I think a really good example of that is like, you have to sell people to join your email list. You have to sell people to listen to your free podcast. You have to sell people to consume your free content on Instagram. I have to sell people to come to these lives, right? I'm selling all the time. Um, Just because something is free or low ticket doesn't mean that it's necessarily easier to, to make it happen or that you have to do less work. And so I wanted to say all of that as kind of like a precedent before we go into this conversation today, because at the end of the day, sales principles apply across any package, across any price, across any sort of thing. 
yes, I understand the the need to distinguish between, you know, high ticket offers and low ticket offers. But at the end of the day, if these principles aren't in place, it doesn't matter what you're selling. It's going to be hard if you don't have this stuff figured out. So let's dive into the stuff to have figured out. <laughs> um, so I'm going to start with a couple of questions and I want to caution you as I say these questions, not to go, oh, that's really basic. Because what I have found is that a lot of people are actually missing the really basics. Um, they're kind of overlooking it and they're not properly really showing up with this information and that makes sales harder. So these questions are, what are you actually selling? Who is it actually for? Why do they need it? And why do they need it now? The more specific and clear you are with these questions, with your answers to these questions, the easier your entire sales process will be. And like you could guess and assume you know, your answers to some of these questions, but an even more effective approach would be to be in relationship with your audience and your people and to really hear their answers to those questions about, you know, why they need it and why they need it now. So I want to break these down a little bit more. And again, that like reminder that if this feels too basic, if this feels too simple, this is probably still where your work is. This is like the thing that I see missing the most in my clients, you know, when they come into my world and maybe sales aren't where they want them to be, it's this really basic foundation that is missing for so many people. So your opportunity here is to get clearer here, get more articulate. <laughs> Funny that I stumbled over saying that, get clearer here, get more articulate here, um, and really, you know, practice these basics and hone in on these basics, right? So the first question, what are you selling? Now this is like twofold, right? A, what, like the nitty gritty, like, the details of your offer. What are you actually selling? What is it? And then B, really being clear with yourself and with your audience, what are you actually selling? Because you're not just selling a website, you're selling confidence. Um, you're not just selling coaching, you're selling you know, higher income months without overworking. I want you to be really clear on what the actual result or outcome is of what you're selling. This is something that I see so often in the online space, this is something that I was guilty of for a long time too, where we just get stuck selling like the thing, just coaching, just design, just whatever, and not actually selling what is on the other side of working with us, of going through an offer, going through a program, going through an experience with us. That's what people really want. People are interested in the outcome, the result. So I want you to be really clear on what that is. And you get to decide that, right? You get to determine that you get to really, um, you know, create that for your offers. So that's number one. You want to get really clear there. Number two is who is it for? Now, this is where you have to be really specific. I know everyone has something to say about to niche or not to niche. And to be honest, like, I think that's kind of a boring conversation. Like we've been having it for 10 years, like move on. At the end of the day, what we all know <laughs> is that specificity sells. The more specific you can be, the easier it will be to sell. Your niche does not have to be some boring ass avatar. Like you don't have to be like, she's 35 and has two and a half kids and lives in wherever. Like you don't have to be boring about it, but it does need to be specific. And so my approach to this whole like niching conversation is think about what you value. Think about what you believe. Think about what you stand for. You want to attract those people who like vibe with those things, who overlap with you there. You want to attract those people into your world. Like for me, I don't want to coach just any old business owner. I want to coach people who are 
committed to integrity, one of my highest values, who want to make a really positive impact, who care very deeply about their work and the quality of their work and really helping people, right? Um, who value time freedom, who value having flexible schedules. Like these are things that are so important to me. And it's so important that I attract people in who also value those so that it can be the best working dynamic for both of us, right? And so your invitation here is like really know and understand who this person is, where they're at in their journey, what they are experiencing, what they are desiring. Um, and so that you can speak to that really clearly, right? The next question, number three, if you're keeping track is, you know, why do they need it? I know that we don't like love pain point marketing, right? We don't, we don't want to make people feel bad. We don't want to make people feel, you know, guilty or or shame or anything like that. But when people start to criticize pain point marketing, I think it gets a little bit confusing. And I'm someone who's criticized it too, right? We don't want to be like beating people over the head with how bad things are. And we don't want to create this paradigm where it's like, if you don't invest with me, it's always going to be this bad and you're never going to get any better, right? Like that's icky. That's gross. We don't do that. No, thank you. But we do need to know what's not working for them right now. We do need to understand the the impact of not having this work done, whatever it is that you do for someone, right? Um, So that we can connect with our people so that they can feel seen and understood by us, right? Like if you, if it were me, for example, like I'm never going to want to hire somebody who's like, everything is always perfect for me. (laughs) I don't know what it's like to have your issues, but sure, I can help you. Like that doesn't, that doesn't do anything for me, right? I don't feel safe in that environment. I don't feel seen in that environment. I don't feel understood in that environment. Like, no, thank you. So yes, pain points are important. Pain points, you know, are important, but like, just don't be an asshole, (laughs) Um, which I mean, if you're watching this, if you're in my world, like I already know that you're not an asshole, so we're fine, right? So then the last question is why do they need it now? What is like the actual urgency to, to help people decide if it's time for them to invest or not? Um, what are they missing out on or wasting their time with if they don't address this thing? And I'll be really transparent here. I think this is the hardest question. This has been the hardest question for me over the years. Um, the nuance of getting, you know, too icky, too forceful here, um, can feel really tough to like ride that line. But I think about it like this This is what helps me. So maybe this will help you as well is if I could save someone, from actually burning down their business or actually hitting burnout or something like that, right? Which is, you know, why people come into my world. If I could help someone not experiencing experience that, I would love to do that, right? I would love to help them preventatively in that case. So I have to lean into urgency in some way, shape, or form. Otherwise, that is the path that a lot of my potential clients are on. Like that's what they're heading towards. So it's my job to help them before, you know, rock bottom or whatever. Right. Okay. So, oh gosh, I hate the reactions. It's so awkward. Um, anyway, so if you know those four things for your offer, you are set up for easier sales, no matter what the price point is. And I really want to encourage you again, this is not just if you're having high ticket offers, right? If you don't have this stuff figured out for even your freaking newsletter, it's going to be hard to get people to subscribe. You really want to have these answers for, all things that you're selling, right? Um, so your job is to bring that information to life, to put that into the world via whatever marketing channels you use. And I want to say here, like, this is a really big conversation 
Because at this point, like if I was teaching a program on this, right, we would start to shift into talking about actually marketing and like using these answers to create content, to create marketing. Um, but this is an Instagram live and a future podcast episode, right? So we're not going to go into like all of that depth here. I want to keep us pretty high level. So to shift gears slightly, I do want to share just a couple of high level tips or thoughts with you um, that you should be thinking about after you have clarity on those four questions. So obviously like not an entire sales course here. Um, but these points that I want to share with you are like things that I'm thinking about, things that my clients are thinking about kind of day in and day out. These are some of the biggest issues that I see in the online space, biggest issues I see with, you know, people as I'm scrolling around on Instagram with my clients, et cetera. Of course, if you ever want to go deeper on this, I highly recommend um, either the Ease Method, which is a program coming out soon. If you want kind of a course style support with this, or if you want higher touch support, then Mastermind would be a great option. But the points that I want to share with you, number one, are you actually speaking to your ideal client in a way that they feel seen and heard and understood? Like, are you meeting them where they are at? What I see when I just like scroll through Instagram or see what people are sharing or whatever, a lot of the content out here is geared towards like earlier stage business owners, because A, that is the largest sector of potential clients for people, right? Like that is kind of um, the easiest place to start getting clients. And B, it's the easiest content to make because if you've been in business for any amount of time, like that's the stuff that you feel like you've already kind of mastered or gotten some really good, you know, skills in. So it kind of feels like there's a lot of content in that world. And I want to challenge you. Is that your actual idea, ideal client? Like, is that actually who you're trying to work with? Right. Um, and this comes back to really knowing and really understanding who your ideal client is. Humans are very nuanced, right? Like someone could be, someone could be like further along in business, um, have a bigger income, bigger reach, et cetera, but they could still be a beginner in something that you support them in. So you really need to understand what they are actually going through, what they're actually dealing with and meet them there. For example, in my world with my private support, typically the actual business owner and their business knowledge is further along, but probably their mindset practices, their energetic practices, their understanding of the impact of their inner world on their outer world might not be as quote advanced. And so I have to create content that meets them where they're at from a mindset perspective, but also speaks to a higher level business owner as far as like the experiences they've had in business, the time they've been in business, the milestones they might've hit, et cetera, right? It's nuanced and humans are nuanced. So your ideal client, the person that you are trying to speak to is probably also nuanced. So it is your job to understand what their nuance is and really learn how to speak to them in a way that they see themselves in your content and go, Oh, this is for me. She's talking to me. I need to pay attention. I need to read the rest of this post. I need to follow or whatever it might be. Right? So that's the first point. Second point is, are you focusing on selling your method or your framework or your system, or are you kind of just selling like the general vehicle that you use? So for example, are you selling design like as a concept or are you selling your design package with your specific way of working with people? If it's not the latter, you're doing yourself a huge disservice. <laughs> um, I saw a, a, a person that like kind of shares like marketing TikToks um, or reels and they were talking about the Super Bowl ads and they were sharing how um, 
gosh, what is the brand that does like the prebiotic soda? Olipop and Poppy. Yeah. So Poppy had an ad for the Super Bowl. And in the ad, the way that they were framing it, this person was sharing that they were really doing the heavy lifting of educating the consumer on what the new soda is, right? The healthy soda is. And he said, kind of as an aside, that Olipop was probably like, man, thanks. Thanks for taking that one for the team because you're educating the customer base on why our whole segment of like the soda industry is a good place to be, but like you're not necessarily specifically selling just poppy, right? You're kind of just selling all of us. Like that's awesome, right? For you, are you just selling your whole industry? Like, are you selling design for all the other designers? Are you selling coaching for all the other coachings? Or are you selling specifically you, specifically your frameworks and methods and systems, specifically how you can support someone, why someone needs to come into your world and work with you through your methodology or whatever? We really want to be doing the latter. Um, yes, there is a time and place for client education and bringing people up to speed. But at the end of the day, if you're not making it, why you? You're just kind of selling for everybody, which very nice but not necessarily helpful for your bottom line. Um, okay, so number three is, are you bringing a uh, personal element into it? It is the era of personal brands. You have heard me say that. You've heard a lot of other people say that. Humans want to hire humans. That is just basically a fact now in 2024. Um, it is time, if you have not been doing this work, to weave in your brand beliefs, to know what you stand for, to know what you value, to make that so apparent in everything that you do. If this is something that you feel really stuck with, that you feel like you need support with, I have a ton of content. Um, there's a ton of podcast episodes about this. You can come into my mastermind. It's all about this. We can hop on an intensive. This is work that is so essential in 2024. If you're not doing this, if you're not thinking of yourself as a personal brand, presenting yourself as a personal brand, I highly, 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 highly encourage you to start do that. Start doing that. To start doing that. Okay, I can talk. Um, last point here, number four, are you pairing all of this strategic work that we've been talking about? Because so far for the last, I don't even know how long we've been talking, it's been really focused on kind of strategy heavy. So are you pairing all of this strategy with the energetic side of things? So while the strategy is great, while the strategy is important, while knowing and understanding the answers to those questions that I shared above or before um, are important, if the energetics are not matching up with that, it's not going to matter. If you're posting all the perfect things, saying all the perfect things, putting out the podcast, putting out the emails, but your energy is saying, um, nobody likes this, nobody gets me, nobody understands me, nobody wants this, this isn't going to work. If that's what's internally going on in your world, that's what you're going to experience, right? And so we really need to pair all of this strategy with the energetics of believing in ourselves, believing in our work, believing in our impact, believing that we can really help people by putting these things out into the world and serving our people. Whew, that was a lot. So a little summary, because that was a lot. I really want to invite you into clarity on these questions. What are you selling? Who is it for? Why do they need it? And why do they need it now? You want to have that for literally every single thing you put out, every offer, free or paid, high ticket or low ticket, I don't care. It needs to be, those four answers need to have really solid answers for you to feel like you can actually show up and talk about the things you're putting out into the world. And then again, checking in with those other points that I shared, are you really communicating with your actual ideal client where they are at? Are you meeting them and showing them that you understand them? Are you focusing on selling your thing, like the actual framework or methodology or system that is unique to you and your business? Are you being a human and truly connecting with other humans? 
And are you pairing all of that with really powerful, like believing in ourselves, believing in our work, believing in our impact mindset? Whew. feel like I talked a mile a minute, but that was a lot. I know this was a really information packed little session for you and that there's probably a lot to get from this. So like re-listen, re-watch, take notes, do what you got to do. If you have any questions, I would love to continue the conversation. You can always leave me a comment or slide into my DMs. What was your takeaway from this episode? What action are you going to take? Come share it with me over on Instagram. It's linked in the show notes. There you will also find any other important information from this episode. If you're enjoying the podcast, why not share it with a friend or leave a review? This helps others find the show and I would be so grateful for your support.